Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. In episode three of my series, What Was It Like To?, I spoke to two-time derby winning jockey Joseph O'Brien. Joseph first won the race on Camelot in 2012. When riding for his father Aidan, he became part of the first father and son team to win the world-famous race, a race which was first run in 1780. What was it like to win the derby? Um, I suppose it was it was a dream come true in many ways at the time, uh, Stephen. Um, I was very lucky that I uh, was going to the derby for many years as a kid and uh, and it was always uh, uh, one of the biggest races, if not the biggest race of the year, and even the ride in the race was very special. So... You dreamt of winning the race as a youngster. When did you first watch the derby? But I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I would say the first time I watched the derby, probably my, one of my earlier memories, obviously, is Galileo winning the race. Um, um, obviously, he was a special horse, and uh, and uh, that, that's one of my earliest kind of standout memories. Um, um, but But, of course... It's an incredibly hard race to win, and it was plenty of plenty of days where you know um, things were hoped hoped that you might win the race, and uh, and uh, you can come close, but not quite get the get get the money. I thought you might say Galileo because you were eight years old when when he won the yeah. race. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's kind of kind of the first. Um, I think I think kind of earliest memories that that I have of the race, and um, um, yeah, listen, he was a special horse, and I remember how big an occasion that was. We're going to talk about your two wins, but did winning the derby change your life? God, um, you know, I guess it probably did because because we managed to, to win the race. But but in many ways, it 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 it, uh, it was just a very special occasion, and uh, um, even to go and ride and and for anyone to even to attend that that day's racing to see the track and the atmosphere on the day, I really believe that there's very few race meetings or race days that come close to it. 
You first ran in the Derby, rode in the Derby in 2011 when you came fourth on Memphis, Tennessee. Did that prepare you for the following year when you lined up as the odds-on favourite on Camelot? Yeah, definitely. It definitely did. Um, I learned a lot uh, about the track and, and, like I say, about the atmosphere. And uh, that was an amazing experience for Memphis, Tennessee to run so well. He was an outsider on the day and uh, it was a very special, uh, that was a very special day. Yeah, you came a close fourth behind Paul Moir, didn't you? Yeah, he ran really well. I think he was only beaten two or three lengths. Um, so, yeah, it was a special, special day also. And the night before uh, Camelot's derby, how did you sleep as a, a young 19-year-old? Yeah, I, I'm lucky enough that I'm a good sleeper and uh, and uh, generally what's happening uh, the day before, the day previous or the day after that uh, I'm able to block it out and uh, and uh, get sleep. And your, your line-up as the 8-13 favourite, a field of only nine, what were the, what were the tactics? I think the tactics mainly were to settle because it was his first time going further than a mile. So, so um, yeah, the tactics were to, to, to settle and basically ride him some, with some confidence from there. And you hit the front two furlongs from home. Was that always the plan? You were a bit later when we talk about Australia hitting the front. Yeah, I think it's just the way the race worked out. Um, uh, in Camelot's race, um, um, uh, Dad's other horse, um, I think his name was Astrology, looked like off the turn he was going to slip the field. So I was keen not to leave him get too much too much uh, rope on us into the straight. And um, yeah, so 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 we we ended up kind of moving into the into the beginning of the straight on Camelot, and he he got he saw it out really well. Yeah, you won by five lengths, and two years later you're back there with Australia. Um, he was certainly bred to win the race, wasn't he? Yeah, he was absolutely. Obviously, it's well documented. He was by a Derby winner and out of an Oaks winner, um, but a special horse. And uh, um, I think it was quite a big field that day. Yeah, sixteen runners as opposed to nine in two thousand and twelve. What was the approach on Australia? Um, the approach I had a nice enough draw in the middle and the approach was really to get a nice position because in a big field like that in a track like Epsom there was always going to be quite a few traffic problems so really the main objective was to try and get a position where we could avoid the most of them well you again you took the lead with a furlong to go and one by one and a quarter lengths and you said afterwards I read horses don't come any easier to ride than this one yeah, he was very laid back, a uh, very cool customer and really could place him anywhere you want in a race. So he was a dream to ride. And how do the two, those two winners, Camelot and Australia, compare? Yeah, they were two different types, to be fair. Although both incredibly talented, Australia was a very cool, very chilled out horse, whereas Camelot always had, you know, nervous energy and was was always ready ready for, uh, for, for the race. And he was always one that we kept relaxed. So two very talented horses that I was very lucky to be associated with, um, but different types insofar as their mentality. And watches them, watching the races again, did Australia handle the course a bit better than than Camelot? Um, I think they both handled it really well, to be honest. Um, Camelot cruised into the race down, down the outside. So I think, you know, you don't win the derby and not handle the track, really, you know. And you heard that, well, you said there how difficult it is for a horse, but how tough is it? Is it for a jockey to ride in the derby? 
Yeah, it is tough. Um, it's important that you have the horse balance, and uh, I suppose as much as anything, having a good horse is, is is really what it comes down to. And then and then you have to be able to work out your tactics and 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 ride your race from there. Um, but it's certainly not an easy track to ride, and I think anyone will tell you that. And is position in the race key? Well, I suppose patient position um, in regard to how fast they're going is key. So, 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 yeah, you 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 need you need a horse that will settle, but you also need a horse with some speed that will be able to get a nice position and hold his position, and then you need to stay because it's a long way up there. So, you know, it's said that it's the ultimate test of a thoroughbred, and I I think it really is. Well, you certainly had an excellent record in the race, uh, along with the two wins. You had two fourths and a six. You're, you're really a master of the downs in, in five races. <laughs> and I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but um, I was lucky to, to have some great days there. And uh, yeah, ones I'll, I'll always cherish. Well, you started training in 2016. And you've since had two runners in the, in the Derby. Is it a race you, you want to win? Absolutely. I mean, any trainer um, in the world will tell you they would love to win the race. And uh, like, for sure, we would love to... Um, hopefully have something good enough to compete in the race and then to think that we might be able to win it from there would be special but it's it's a race that we love to be able to take part in this year and going forward we might be able to again and uh, please god someday in the future we can try and win it well your dad's won it eight times i know we're recording here a, a month before the race but you've you've got a possible runner this year haven't you yeah, it's it's probably early days to, to say, but we have a possible runner in Buckaroo, um, um, but he has other options as well. So so really, it'll be discussed with the owners and where he goes finally is yet to be decided. And coming towards the end, how important is the Derby in the modern era? Is it still the, the key to thoroughbred breeding? I think when you look at the, the stallions that have, have won the Derby over you know, anywhere over the last 10 to 15 years, um, it, it really is the ultimate test of a thoroughbred. There's no doubt about that, and I think it always will be. And because of that, the Derby winner will always be looked on as, as you know, among, if not the best, among the best of his generation. And as a result, it will make salience. Well, thank you, Joseph, for coming on the paddock and the pavilion, pavilion and sharing your what was it like moment. Yeah, pleasure, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at The Pad and Pav. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network.